The NBA schedule is released. It's time to break it down and what it means for New Orleans. The numbers behind it, how many back-to-backs, how many rest advantages, disadvantages, spoiler alert, actually plays out in the Pelicans' favor. Plus, key games, easiest stretch, toughest stretch. Let's break it all down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Monday. Fun way to kick off a week's worth of shows. Well, maybe. We're probably going to do three days a week right now since we are in the offseason. Give me a little bit of a break. Not as much to talk about. But there is a lot to talk about today. And that's because the NBA released its schedule on Friday, meaning we got all 82 games for New Orleans. And we're going to break it all down. So we're going to start off today's show in the first segment. We're going to look at kind of the basics behind it. How many national TV games? How many back-to-backs? How many true, true rest advantages do the Pelicans have? And I'll explain what that is in the difference between that and just a regular rest advantage. How many road trips? Longest stretch at home? All of that. We're going to break it all down. Segment two, what's the hardest stretch for New Orleans? When do they need to be playing their best basketball? Because it's going to be the toughest slate of games. Then in the third segment, the easiest stretch of games. The reverse of that. When should New Orleans try and rack up the wins? Maybe go on a bit of a run. Plus some key games and just kind of some fun games that I'm really looking forward to this upcoming NBA season. So let's do it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans, brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, the Pelicans schedule, the basics. 15 national TV games, six on ESPN, the Hawks, the Warriors, the Bucks, the Nuggets, and the Lakers, four on TNT, Suns, Knicks, Memphis, and or the Grizzlies, and the Miami Heat. And then NBA TV has five, Pacers, Milwaukee, Suns, Lakers, and Clippers. Not as many as they've had, say, the past two years, but I think the national TV partners have felt a little bit burned by New Orleans. But they still, one, because they didn't get Zion in that first year, really, and then two, they've kind of been bad and they've stunk up the joint on national TV games. But they still want to put Zion on because Zion is much must-see TV and look. You're, you, non-Pelicans fan and fan of another team, can complain all you want, but Zion's more of a draw than your favorite player is. It's really that simple that you can put a Pelicans team on that's been bad for the past three years. Um, and they're still going to be on national TV more so than teams that made the playoffs or are also young and up and coming. Zion is that big of a draw. It's just kind of the breaks of how this goes. For the Pelicans in terms of on-court stuff, though, they have 13 sets of back-to-backs. The, the fewest is 12. The most is uh, is 15. These numbers are pretty even for most teams, but it's nice to be on the fewer side of that number than the higher side. And they have a true rest advantage in 11 games. And then they have a true rest disadvantage in just seven games, and that's the fewest in the league. So a couple of things with those numbers. You're going to see rest advantage thrown out there a lot. 
Look, if both if one team has three days off and one team has two days off, or one team has two days off and one team has one day off, that rest advantage isn't as big of a deal anymore. Basically, you got to catch a team where you have um, like many more days with them, and that's where New Orleans really does have an advantage in eleven of those games. So it's not some of that that number you've seen thrown out there where they have a rest advantage. I've seen one that was like twenty five. It's not that. Um, it is just truly 11 games, but that's good. It's on the higher side in the league. And then the rest disadvantage is only seven this season. That's the best in the league. It's good to be on that number. I care less about the rest advantage. It's being on a disadvantage that you don't want to have. New Orleans is in a very, very good spot with that. So I don't care if they're even or better than other teams. I want to see them have as many fewer dis sorry then want to see them have fewer disadvantages it's like the double negatives it's throwing me off and they definitely have that there's also only four game road trips nothing longer than that and we saw new orleans out of town for like two and a half weeks at one point last season they have three stretches of four uh game road trips that's it so 12 in that slate it's not bad that's about right that's something that is very doable for them and this team can certainly play on a lack of rest we've seen that kind of historically from New Orleans remember when they played three straight games that was pretty crazy um, and then the schedule is also in their favor when it comes to Western Conference teams that they only play three times they get Golden State twice at home and once on the road Portland twice at home once on the road the Portland one's big there because it eliminates a trip to the furthest away team so you reduce a trip up to Portland and then basically back, saving yourself a lot of time on an airline and on an airplane. That's a nice thing. They also then get the Lakers three times instead of four, and the Lakers are certainly going to be a better team than they were last year. It's two on the road in LA, one in the Smoothie King Center, so you only get LeBron and AD coming back to New Orleans once. And then OKC, I'd like to get them four times, but what can you do? Two on the road, one at home. Look, of all the teams that you, know, you were going to get a good bit of a disadvantage home and away there. OKC is probably one of the better teams to have that go against you. So overall, when you look at some of the numbers behind the schedule, it's actually working out pretty well for New Orleans. And we'll get into the period, which is kind of brutal for them, I'll be honest, to close the season where they have easily their toughest stretch of schedule for this year. This is the type of of schedule at the end of the season that's going to make them sweat. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by the Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes. You nervous about the teams that you're going to be playing on a road trip? It's got you sweating when you're going through your preparation, or maybe it's just the freaking ridiculous humidity and heat we have here in New Orleans. Sweating a lot is not fun. It's not the end of the world. It's kind of a first world problem, right? But look, you've got a presentation. I sweat when I do this podcast, got the light coming down on me. I'm animated. I'm moving. It makes me sweat a little bit. It's unpleasant. You don't want to kind of go through anything like that. And that's why I use the sweat block antiperspirant wipes. They're doctor recommended, doctor created, and they're more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. And they work for up to seven days per use. They're just, they're really easy. You just wipe them on, and you're good. You're good for seven days. And they have a dry shirt guarantee that if sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. So it's the summer. I can wear white t-shirts because I'm not worried about sweating through them. You don't need to wear a black t-shirt trying to hide that, which is only going to make you hotter if you're out in the sun. So take advantage of the sweat block antiperspirant wipes. It's going to make you 
feel better about everything. You'll nail the presentation. You'll have more fun being able to dance at the summer wedding, which that can be rough too. And if you're on a date, you don't want to be sweating through your shirt and being embarrassed about that. So go get them over at sweatblock.com using promo code locked on. You're going to get 20% off again at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on. Or you can get them over at Amazon and CVS. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning towards football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college action this season. Plus, you can get updated odds, props, and contests, including the online biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survival contest open now over at betonline.ag. So head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus when you use promo code locked on. So be sure to take advantage of their opening day promo, the super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champ Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you if you lose, your wager is refunded. It's a free bet up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Go take advantage of a free bet plus the free money on your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, talking about the Pelicans' schedule. They have one of the easier-ish strengths of schedules, and we'll look at that in the next segment of today's show. When do they need to rack up some wins? Because look, to end the season, it's brutal. The final 13-game stretch for New Orleans is particularly, particularly rough. Of the final 13, by the way, eight are on the road, so it's tipping a little bit on the road favorites right there. March 18th, my birthday, by the way, at the Spurs, Then at the Hawks, at the Hornets, then home against the Bulls, the Spurs, the Lakers, the Trailblazers, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings, Trailblazers, Grizzlies, Warriors. Mix of home and road right there. You can look at it if you want to see which one's which. That's rough. When you look at that, you know, there's about 10 teams in there that are going to have something to play for that are going to be decent or better, right? You can maybe rule out the Spurs being good. I'm not as worried about them. You've got the Kings in there too. That could be a winnable game, though they should be a little bit improved too. But the Grizzlies are going to have a lot to play for. So are the Trailblazers. So are the Lakers and two Lakers games coming in there. Plus the Hawks, the Hornets, the Bulls, and the Golden State Warriors to end the season. You know, you don't get a Milwaukee in there or a Brooklyn in there, which is a team you'd like to see. They'd probably have their seating locked up or they're more focused on the NBA title that they start to rest some of their guys at that point. But you don't get any of that other than maybe the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers have a top seed just sewn shut in the Western Conference. And you have two games against them, so that can help. But every other team is going to have, for the most part, other than the Spurs, something to play for. So maybe you eliminate five of the final 13 games, but maybe not really with those ones against the Lakers. The stakes are pretty high right there. It means that New Orleans is going to need to rack up wins whenever they can. That's why them having that rest disadvantage be so low is really big. They have an opportune schedule, but the end of the year, those final 13 games is brutal. I kind of love that game, though, April 9th on the road at Memphis, the second to last game, the penultimate game of the season, where the stakes are probably going to be pretty high. Whether it's play-in seeding, 
right? Getting that seventh spot versus being any other is a huge, huge advantage. It might come into play in that time, but that's a brutal end to the season for New Orleans, and they're going to need to really be playing some of their best basketball then. But that's kind of what we've seen this team do to a degree, right? They usually start off a little bit rough. They peak sometime after the new year, maybe sometime in February, right? And then by the end of the season, they're kind of decimated with injuries, dealing with all of that. And they're kind of just limping in and they kind of just peter out, right? It kind of just fades away. And it's a little bit disappointing. They fizzle out. They did it in the bubble. They did it last year too, when they just couldn't get get close enough to kind of get in and start shutting guys down. They're going to need to just be better than a play-in tournament team, some injury luck because the end of season schedule is brutal and you're going to need as many of the guys as you have to try and carry you through all of that. So we're going to be hoping for a lot of injury, good injury luck here in New Orleans for our guys to stay healthy so that they can finish the season strong because the end of season schedule, again, is brutal. At Spurs, at Hawks, at Hornets, Bulls, Spurs, Lakers, at Blazers, at Lakers, at Clippers, at Kings, Trailblazers at home, at Grizzlies, home to end the year against the Golden State Warriors. Most of those teams have something to play for. Whew, that's not... It's not what you want to see to end the year. You'd like that to be a little bit easier where you could maybe go on a run, close the season strong, get a higher seed, or just fully get into the playoffs. New Orleans might be battling until the final game of the regular season, meaning pretty much all of these now have higher stakes than they would have otherwise. But where can they get some easy wins? Are those out there for New Orleans? And that's what we'll look at coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. There's so many different makes and models of cars out there. It's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You don't want to deal with just bad questioning, right? Asking you questions you don't know. What's the trim of your car? Because that might influence the type of parts that he uses. All of that stuff. And then they're just going to charge you whatever they want to charge you because you're in the store. They only have one part and they know you're going to pay it. It's really that simple. Except you have access to computers at home and in your pocket pocket and you can go to rockauto.com and you can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Do not choose to spend 30, 50, 100, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. The example they have here for me, Honda Odyssey fuel pump, pump five, sorry, 353 from a chain store, 216 from rockauto.com. I got the AC condenser for the 76 Corvette I have. It was like $180 cheaper through rockauto.com than it was anywhere else. I immediately bought that thing because I thought it was wrong. It was so low. It wasn't. They've had other ones. They've kept it that same price because their prices are reliably low for every single customer and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Search all the parts available for your car or truck and then write locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com all right continuing to talk about the pelicans schedule we've gone over the numbers the national tv games pelicans still popular because of zion williamson we've looked at the back-to-backs it's on the lower side we've looked at the true rest advantages right where they actually have rest advantages over the other teams 11 we've looked at the rest disadvantages only seven that's a great number two that's the fewest in the league and then we looked at the end of the season where it is just kind of not not quite murderers row but those teams have a lot to play for and they're likely to be pretty good 
It's not the easiest schedule to end the year for New Orleans. So where is the easiest schedule, right? Where is the place where they're going to rack up a whole lot of games? And when you come through the schedule and you look at it, there isn't a place where it's like, oh, they're, they're going to win like five of seven right there or something like that, or like eight of 10 or whatever you you know number you want to look at. It's fairly rough and kind of even overall. There's not a whole lot of like, okay, you've got this stretch right here, which is good while this part's hard and then this part's easy and then this part's hard. It's for the most part, fairly balanced. And when you look at the Pelicans' estimated strength of schedule, they come in with a 13th easiest. So they're basically right in the middle of the pack. So when I said earlier, it's kind of an opportune schedule, they have some places where they're going to try and need to pounce. When you do have that true rest advantage, right, over other teams, you got to get that win and you've got to give a little bit more in there because your schedule's so even, you're not going to necessarily have a stretch where you just go on a run and that kind of makes your year, right? You're not going to have a period like that. So that's kind of tough. You know, if you're looking for an easiest spot to, you know, to look at for the Pelicans, it's probably to start the year. But even then, I'm not entirely sure. They open the game, uh, open the season um, against the Philadelphia 76ers. But then, you know, they're on the road for seven of their first 11 games. And six of those happen to come against teams that didn't make the playoffs last year. But it's a little bit deceiving. One of those six. It's against Golden State Warriors, so maybe five teams that are winnable games right there, right? And then the Bulls are in there. That's a team that's looking to be, you know, much improved, though maybe they struggle to start the year. But still, maybe it's just kind of like four games you look at where things are a little bit easier and you're you're playing against teams that didn't make the playoffs. You've got two games against the Timberwolves there and two games against the Kings. You've got to win all four of those. You have to win all. All four of those games, I think, to start the year. You can't get into, you know, like a five and eight start or anything like that. You need to be as good as you possibly can because that end of the year schedule is going to be rough. You'll be able to make up some games and I feel like they'll be above 500 for most of the year, right around 500. Again, because the schedule is right around middle of the pack, not easy, not hard. They should be improved a little bit too, but You've got to get those easy games. We've seen New Orleans too many times come out and just kind of get smoked by a bad team because they got punched in the face earlier. And again, this is where Willie Green comes into play, right? It seemed like Stan Van Gundy didn't have them ready to go. Maybe the new head coach makes all the difference in this sort of thing, and we're certainly hoping that that's going to be the case for him. So before we wrap up, some fun key things I want to look at. Key games, by the way. The return games first. November 19th. The Eric Bledsoe return game might be the one I have circled in red on my calendar just so I can boo the hell out of Eric Bledsoe. Then on March 21st, New Orleans at Charlotte, the Devontae Graham return game. And then on March 14th in New Orleans, back here, Lonzo Ball to wrap up uh, his tenure or to look at his tenure here. Um, that should be, a, sorry, it's March, not 14th, 24th, I should say. Um, March 14th, Lonzo Ball back in New Orleans. He's going to get booed a whole lot, I have a feeling. A couple other notes with the schedule here. Again, I love, and this is a pretty key game, key game, that penultimate game of the season, second to last one, on the road at Memphis. They have an MLK day, uh, day game, but not in New Orleans, not e in Memphis either. It's kind of been either here or in Memphis the past number of years. Going to be in Boston, uh, of all places, this year. And then another key, two other key games that I really see. One is January 20th against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Remember all the hubbub and all that stuff with Zion Williamson and MSG last year? 
let's just get a win there and not have to worry about that next season and kind of put a lot of that to bed. And then finally, the New Year's Day game against the Milwaukee Bucks. New Orleans beat them last year, kind of surprisingly so. That might be a day where you get them napping a little bit. No one wants to play the day after New Year's, let alone basketball. You want to be playing and or watching football that day on New Year's Day. So maybe you can get a win at Milwaukee on the road and kind of steal one there if they're a little bit unprepared, maybe a little bit tired from the night before. Who knows what it might be. But I think that's kind of a key game too because if you can get that one and steal one there, it makes your life a little bit easier, especially for that stretch to end the year. So you all need to let me know. Where do you see the easiest schedule part of the schedule being? Where do you see the hardest part of the schedule being? And in the comments below, I'm not going to do it. I've learned that doesn't go well. Don't give a prediction for what I think the Pelicans record is going to be just based on the schedule in this early. Maybe we'll do it as we get closer to start the year, but you guys can do it because I'm not going to hold you to this. What's the Pelicans record? What do you see them finishing with after now seeing the schedule released for your New Orleans Pelicans? Let me know in the comments below. Thank you all for listening. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Not sure if there's going to be a podcast tomorrow. There will be at least a show on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll see about Tuesdays and Thursdays over the next month. Might need just a little bit of a break. But if there's ever breaking news, you know we'll cover it all here. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe on YouTube as well. Tell your friend about a show. Leave a five-star comment with a review as well. That really helps keep this free in five days a week for you all. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all next time.